Hello and welcome to the In Squash podcast. Uh, we continue our series of the Pan Am Games episodes, and uh, today we have uh, current world number thirty-six. She's a member of the Canadian Women's Pan Am Games team, uh, Danielle Letourneau, and uh, we have a great uh, chat about the the women's team, their prospects heading into the uh, the Pan Am Games coming up in a few days' time in uh, in Lima. Uh, she also had an incredible uh, season this year uh, with several uh, great results in, in a number of tournaments and also some great uh, uh, matches against some of the players in the top 20 in the world where she you know, she came very, very close to winning those matches. So uh, we talk about how that bodes for her heading into uh, the season's upcoming and uh, you know what tweaks she made, what changes she made in her game to bring it to this level. And interestingly, she'd won the Canadian National uh, Championships in 2018. And I think she rode the wave of that into uh, the following uh, season and played extremely well, bringing her up to her highest ever world ranking. Uh, coincidentally, uh, the other uh, two women on the uh, Canadian team, Holly Naughton and Sam Cornett, also had really uh, fantastic seasons, uh, the both of them doing uh, similar, similarly uh, just as well as Danielle. So uh, Danielle Latorno really uh, enjoyed this chat. It's the second time she's been on the podcast, so appreciate her coming back on for this one just before the Pan Am Games, uh, part of our series of podcasts on the Pan Am Games. So enjoy this one, Danielle Latorno. This is episode 97, and uh, we have the current world number 36, the 2018 uh, Canadian National Champion. She's won on the PSA uh, tour before, and uh, she's a member of Canada's 2019 Pan Am Games women's team. Uh, they're competing in Lima at the end of the month. Danielle Latourneau is my guest. Danielle, great to have you uh, back on again. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, and I guess uh, I know you guys are, are quite busy uh, preparing for the event. Uh, I know Martin Heath, I think he just went back to Scotland maybe about a week or so ago. Uh, so how have things been going uh, for you and the, the, the team over the last couple of weeks? Uh, things have been really great. We had a good training camp in Montreal last week, or maybe two weeks ago now, uh, where we worked on our, our doubles, our mixed doubles, um, some gameplay and we kind of bonded as a team. We hmm. went out for some, some nice dinners in like old Montreal, did some zip lining. Um, so everyone's kind of, you know, everyone seems very prepared, very mentally, um, ready for the games and we all work well as, as a team. Yeah. You guys, uh, I mean, you know each other pretty well, don't you? I mean, that's yourself, Sam, Holly, Nick, Sean, and, um, uh, Andrew, I mean, you guys are pretty much joined at the hip for the past uh, five or six years, or maybe even more, I guess, even back to junior days. Yeah, pretty much. And um, we all kind of had the chance to play together and came in last summer. So we all we all know each other's habits, what we need. And yeah, pretty much connected um, through and through. <laughs> yeah. And it's a good mix of personalities there. I mean, you've got you got you got uh, I'm sure Sean Delier is keeping everybody loose. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a big mix, big mix of personalities, but it's all, everyone's great. That's awesome. Now, this must be a little bit different for you in terms of your typical uh, off season. Uh, am I correct in assuming that? Or yeah, it hmm. is. Um, it's it's tough when you have like a big block of competition, kind of right in the middle of your summer training because 
normally I'd spend the first few months really breaking my game down, getting my fitness up um, and just kind of working on things where I'm still doing that, but I'm also very, um, I'm also playing more games and still being pretty strategic in how I go about my training so that Mm. I don't either burn myself out or I don't, um, I don't perform at the game. So I've been trying to find a, a fine line between preparing for next season and then also making sure I'm competition ready. Right on. So I guess what you're trying to say is maybe perhaps if it were a normal season, you might be maybe trying to address sort of ways to improve your game. Meanwhile, uh, now it's sort of, you're just trying to get ready to play actual matches. Is that kind of what you're getting at? Or? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm still working on the things that I need to improve on, but I'm, I'm also there's a few things that in my game that I'm kind of breaking apart, but I know once I get to competition, I can't think about those things actively. I need to just go and play mm-hmm. um, and do my best out there. Then I can come back to it after the tournament instead of, you know, really having a few months of doing the same thing. And Right, right. You know, it's just, it just kind of splits it up a bit more, is yeah. what I would say. Yeah, it must be it must be uh, a challenge, but uh, I'm sure if, with the uh, you know the Pan Am Games, or it's the more or less the Olympics uh, of squash. You've got the Commonwealth Games, which you also have the opportunity to play in. So being Canadian gives you uh, plenty of these uh, games opportunities, doesn't it? It's kind of uh, in- interesting that it turns out that way. Yeah, and like, I'm so excited because this is my first um, first games event. Like I've gone to the championships or the qualifying ones, but. I've never been to a game, so I'm, I'm so excited. Um, Mm. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, good luck in that. Now, now I know the U S they're the defending women's champions and, uh, they've assembled as you very well know, a very strong team uh, again this year with Amanda and Sabrina Sobe, along with Olivia uh, Blatchard, who I just had on about a week and a half or so ago. And, but in my estimation, as I said to Olivia, Canada is uh, equally as strong uh, with the three of you in the top 40 in the world now, you, Sam, and uh, Holly. So uh, I guess you the, you girls probably have them uh, uh, in your sights, but there, there are other teams obviously out there. Uh, so how, how do you guys feel in terms of um, where, where you might – might see yourself at the end. Do you, do you see uh, the gold? As obviously, it's the gold. That's the ultimate goal, isn't it? Yeah. No, I, I believe that we can reach gold, and you know, if we really come together, like Sam and I are playing in the doubles together, and you know, mm-hmm. we communicate well, and if we can really um, find our way out there, I, I definitely believe we can make gold. Team event. You know, we all match up pretty well against the the U.S players and all the other yeah. players in the other countries so I think we're we're confident but we just need to step up to the plate and you know hit a home run <laughs> yeah exactly well I mean I was looking through some of the results uh, today and uh, uh, against the the U.S. Uh, team over the year over the past year in the on the PSA tour I mean you've all I mean Amanda's obviously a uh, a little bit above everybody else in the rankings and, and her performance uh, shows that, but you, I think you even had a three, two match with her or someone on the team did uh, this year. Uh, yeah. I, I lost her three, one, three, one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and also, I mean, 
I was going to get to this later on, but uh, I mean, you've had some really good results this year against players in the top uh, top twenty in the world, uh, or close to that. Millie Millie Tomlinson, hate to bring that up, but you had two really <laughs> matches that you could have won, uh, but they were both yeah. three two and uh, other other good wins or good good matches against uh, uh, Tessney Evans as well. I mean, all girls that are in the close to the top ten, if not in the top ten, so. I mean, and also Holly, as we know, played extremely well this season, and as did Sam. So there's no reason why gold shouldn't be the uh, the target. Agreed. Yeah. 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 I think we're all kind of stepping up, and you know, we all push each other. So, and the more chances we've had throughout the season, I know Holly's had a few, I've had a few, Sam's had a few. Um, you know it helps us kind of prepare for, you know, what, whoever's going to play Amanda mm-hmm. um, or someone in the top 10, Olivia, who's, you know, everyone who's highly ranked, you know, you get the experience and each time you can kind of inch your way a little bit closer. So, you know, hopefully this is the time. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who the order, the order of play yet? Uh, no, we don't. You don't. Look, Martin's going to uh, make a decision on that when he seems, uh, when he's ready, I guess. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure when the deadline is for that. Probably, probably when we get to the games. That's how it worked. Um, just at the championships, maybe a couple of days before, you put our order in, and you know, coaches could appeal it. But it, I don't think we we've, we've made ours yet. Okay, and you're. But you know, you're playing doubles with uh, with Sam. Yeah. Yeah, and the mixed doubles, Holly, would be playing with someone. Will she or? She's playing with Andrew Schnell, and okay. then in the men's, uh, Sean will play with Nick. Right. Okay. All right. Well, that sounds exciting. Sounds very exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, incidentally, by the way, uh, I just wanted to bring this up. Um, the Canadian girls just won a gold medal at the Pan Am Junior Squash Championships. So if you know, you look at all this, all these great results, uh, not only are you guys uh, breaking into the top 40, top 30, you know, potentially top 20 in the world. Our, our junior girls are playing at a re- very high level. So uh, what does that tell you about the state of ladies uh, squash in our great country? Well, it was, it was really exciting to watch. I happened to be in Toronto at the time. Um, great environment at the Pan Ams. And the girls really came together. And you see their skill and um, their motivation coming along. And, you know, it's really exciting to see especially on the women's side that, you know, we have more girls interested in playing and mm. who have a, you know, a real passion for it. So I, I just really hope that we can keep encouraging them to keep playing um, even at school after university, go pro um, and just kind of keep building on what we have. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you hear a lot now about what they're doing in the U S obviously they've got, all the, you know, the private uh, schools where they're building squash facilities and, and the varsity squash, uh, that's such a, such a big thing in the U.S. But what is it in uh, Canada under Steve Wren and maybe the junior development team that, that perhaps is uh, bringing the, these uh, better results for, for the ladies and, and for the juniors? Do, do, are you able to pinpoint anything or are you aware of any changes that, that have been made recently or? Um, I can't pinpoint to any specific change. One thing I've, I have noticed is that when you have female coaches and mm. you kind of tend to have more junior girls playing, I know at the Glencoe club, you have Susie King and that 
the amount of girls playing there has grown exponentially. You have um, oh, wow. Jess tomorrow yeah. at Granite, and they have she has a lot of top juniors, and it probably helps having, you know, Sam and Nikki both playing out of out of Granite, so they can kind of see the top girls pretty frequently. Yeah. Yeah, we've got, I think, uh, Janet McLeod. She's also one of the, the coaches of the uh, the junior girls team, I think, if I'm yeah, not mistaken. Yeah, and she's going to go with them. Yeah, and she's going with them to Worlds as well as uh, John Hill. Okay. Oh, great. That's, that's cool. Now, for you, uh, this past 2018-19 season, along with the other girls, but for you specifically, you've reached a career high, I think, 36 in the world, if I'm not mistaken. And yeah, uh, as I mentioned earlier, you had some great uh, close matches against girls uh, above you in the top uh, 20 in the world, even in close to the top, as you said, with Amanda, she's in the top 10. So uh, what was it this season that, uh, that you think uh, helped you reach this next level of squash? Well, I don't think it, it's anything that comes, you know, right away. It's, I found last season, I I played a lot of matches. I played a lot of tournaments and you kind of get a little bit more experience, more experience, keep trying to find the subtleties in your game. And it was nice that it started coming together a bit more. Some of the changes I've been trying to, you know, develop over time. Um, and, you know, there's, there's still a long way to go, but I found that I had a bit more confidence in my game this mm. season. And I, I believed in myself that I could actually, I could reach, um, the next level a bit more and um you go through phases of feeling really excited about squash and you know you know you enjoy it but and I found this season I you know I I found that I had a lot of passion this season I yeah. I really wanted to do well I really wanted to work hard but I had more purpose behind my training and and do, what do you think that had anything my- to do with uh winning the uh the, the national championships in 2018 yeah, I think it did. It it, uh, it gave me some good momentum going into my summer training last year. And um, yeah, I was excited to kind of keep following, following that up. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, now just to, I hate to point it out. I mean, obviously to get to the next level, uh, I mean, you were very close on several occasions, taking a few, few top girls to five games. So what, what do you think you need to do to get that, you mentioned confidence, even more confidence and maybe more self-belief in order to get through those, uh, those really tough battles uh, that, uh, that you could eat, that you could have won. You were that close. Yeah. I, um, I have a few things that I think kind of will help me get there. One of them is just having more consistency in my shots. And um, I've had the, the pleasure of, working with Nick Matthew a little bit before British Open and then also I'm coaching mm. some camps here with him now and getting on court and then one of the things he said is you know turning your strengths into super strengths and you look at the top 10 and a lot of them have some skills that just stand out from everyone else's so I think if I can really hone in on my game and what kind of style I want to play and you know fine-tune it so I can go into any match and know that I have it. Um, yeah. That can also help me help me get there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he. I've heard him talk about that the super strength thing in the past, and that that makes a lot of sense. I'm trying to think what my super strength might be. Um, uh, I'll have to think more deeply about that one. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> at any rate, um, now uh, 
you just signed, I think recently you signed on with a new Canadian, I think they're a Canadian squash brand uh, company. Gear Is it Gearbox Squash? Gear, Gearbox. They're based in uh, San Diego. San Diego. Okay, San Diego. Yeah. And, but they have uh, Canadian reps, I guess. Uh, yeah, they yeah. do. They're starting yeah. to grow. And Tell us a little bit about Gearbox, because I until I sort of started prepping uh, for this, uh, I hadn't really heard of them. So, I mean, I did look at that. They've got, obviously, a, a whole line of squash. Uh, they've got grips, and uh, they've got rackets, obviously, that you're using. Um, tell us a bit about your new sponsor. Yeah, well, um, I love the company. Everyone who I've worked with has been absolutely amazing and very welcoming. Um, they originally were big in a lot of the other racket sports, like, uh, pickleball, mm -hmm. uh, racquetball, stuff like that. And so now they're starting to launch their, their squash line. And I'm, I'm really grateful that they've, they've decided to support me and, um, kind of give me a shot as like the first kind of pro player using them. Okay. Um, right now they have three rackets, 125, 135, 145. You're using um, the 135, right? I'm using the 135 and, um, I love it. And, but I'm also kind of playing around, you know, you know, I'm with the other two and seeing, you know, if I change the string, what would I like? And they're, they're encouraging me to do that. You know, they really want to make sure that whatever racket I pick or whatever settings, like how can we make the racket better? How can we, you know, make the right adjustments so that we get the best product out there so it's it's really cool that you know i have my racket that i play with but i can also you know give feedback but it's also welcomed feedback so uh, yeah no I'm, I'm really excited really excited about gearbox and they also give me some clothes and awesome um, yeah yeah how how are the grips are they uh have you do you use their grips uh, i mean traditionally everyone seems to use uh caracal or uh, maybe technofiber and stuff but the the grips look they look uh, tacky and they look kind of accessible yeah they're nice i, I like them yeah yeah no complaints that's good that's great mm -hmm. well well danielle uh i know you've uh, got to run but uh, uh i just want to wish you and, and the ladies and of course the guys but especially the ladies you're the first of the canadian uh, ladies i've had on uh, i had andrew on uh, a few weeks back talking about the men's uh, chances so I just want to wish you guys uh, really uh, all the best at, at the games and uh, I know you guys can do it so uh, good luck thank you well thanks so much Danielle for that and uh, all the best to her and the Canadian ladies as they uh, go after the the team gold they were they came up just short the last time around uh, but, and they'll have their uh, work cut out for them with a very strong American team uh, we've already had Olivia uh, Blatch for Klein on the podcast, and they have a, a strong team with Sabrina and Amanda Sobe. But uh, Canada, as I as you just heard on uh, on this one, uh, three very good, uh, very strong players who played really well in, in the the last campaign, the 2018-19 season. Everybody uh, reaching, I think, their highest ever career rankings, and uh, bodes well for a great uh, a great Pan Am game. So. With the Americans, obviously, uh, defending champions, but uh, Canada looking to uh, to bring that one home. Um, so all the best to them. And uh, please stay tuned for uh, upcoming podcasts. I'm not sure if we'll have any more of these uh, Pan Am Games episodes or not, but uh, there could be a few more in the works, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, but we do have several others upcoming regardless uh, outside of the Pan Am Games, so uh, stay tuned for those, everyone. 
Uh, thanks for listening and take care. Goodbye now.